What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Starlight Digest, a podcast bringing line talk and digesting Star Wars topics over a thousand years. This is episode 246 being recorded on February 14th, 2024. I am your host, Dark Moocher, and you can see I'm all alone. I'm all solo today. The other guys decided to partake in the social pressures of St. Valentine's Day. So they're home uh, doing their thing or out on date. So Everybody can wave to them. I've got my red lights back there in celebration of Valentine's Day. I've got my cel- my Star Wars celebration or uh, Valentine's Day shirt on. Hate never dies. Love is great. Um, <laughs> no time for love, Dr. Jones. Let's do this. But before we get into everything, of course, we got to shout out our Shadow Council and everybody who's being digested in a pit. So I'm running this all by myself today. So give and take a little bit of screw ups here and there. So let's get this. Shadow Council shouted out AJ from the Forbidden ha- Panel with the Forbidden Panel, Brandon Anya Epler, Brandon Brian C, Cliff, Crystal E, Dennis McGrath, Don the Dad Dorn, Eric Grubb, Flavy Davy, formerly of the Nerds of Attitude podcast, Gavin Connor from the Holy Hour All Cure podcast, Justin Vanilla Thunder, Luke, aka Junk Droid 77, Mervine Bolanos, Matt Logic, Nicholas Schaefer, Papa Schmitty, Ryan and the Star Joe's podcast. Thank you so much, Shadow Council, uh, for everything that you guys do. We've got so much stuff coming out um, pretty soon because we are coming across our episode 250, which is a huge milestone for us. And we are putting that Shadow Council money into good use. So if anybody feels so inclined, go ahead and scan that QR code, get involved, join the Shadow Council. Uh, yeah. And, uh, see what's all about you know be a part of the show actually be a part of the show so which uh we have digesting in the pit also we have obi sean kenobi uh, let's see here again trying to do this all by myself he's the first comment welcome we've got rhino hobbies being digested and of course don the dad dorn uh and he also says happy valentine's day to everyone and hi yes and also uh they are hanging out with their better halves i agree with that um knowing the guys so yeah um, <laughs> mando mike checking in also hey guys and gal or two at work early and can actually watch well thanks mike uh, if you were home i'd have you on i mean like you know i'm again running solo here uh you know we'll we'll see what's going on and of course we've got bootleg joe um <laughs> stepped in a real quick well take yeah okay cool i can't read that uh joe but um you know I think you should you should be here because you actually went on a date last night. So you had a pre-Valentine's show. But anyway, I digress, um, which is funny because I was saying like running a solo show and I was thinking like, what is the perfect Star Wars date movie to watch? And it's got to I mean, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's got to be solo, right? It's it's actually like a, a great date movie. And it's a perfect Valentine's one because it, it serves two purposes. It has the people like me running solo and uh, people who have dates. So, um, yeah, so that's like one of those things I had to think about. Like, what of all the Star Wars movies, that's the one I think that would be a great date movie. Uh, we also have Matt Logic checking in. Evening all. So um, I encourage audience participation in tonight's episode. We're going to run... You know, the usual thing. Um, sorry if it's just me droning on. I have nobody to bounce ideas off of, but we're going to hopefully the audience is uh, with me on some subjects that I'm going to bring up. Some controversial, um, you know, and it's going to be my opinion and the other guys are not here to uh, debate it. And also, do I have a free pass to bitch about the sequels? I don't know. I don't know the rules on that. I know that there's been a, a thing about not talking about the sequels in a negative way but i mean if nobody here to mute me then i you know i might be able to have a free pass on that i don't know we'll see um yeah so mando mike uh solo or or episode two for all the mushy stuff well there is a marriage at the end of it right but i think uh yeah solo has like the the date parameters right you know han solo finding cura or losing cura finding cura um 
losing at the end again, but there's a love story that goes through the whole thing. And of course the title, which is, uh, yeah, kind of gun betting on, but, uh, before, or actually what we got, uh, before I get into like some stuff that's happening this whole week, um, we are next week. We sell it. We're not celebrate. We have bad batch season three, first three episode premiere. Uh, that's next week. So of course we're going to be breaking that down to the T. Um, <laughs> thank you, Don, dad, Don, the dad, I have a, a free pass to complain. I have to keep it PG, uh, Santo 1414. Happy star Wars Valentine's day. We have Gavin Connor checking in. Hey guys, what's up? Um, yeah. So next week we run into bad batch season. We've got the next, I think, uh, four or five weeks of bad batch talk. So we have three episodes to break down. That's going to be interesting. Um, there was a, um, I think it was a tweet that the Omega, the Omega, Omega, the Omega actress had tweeted out, uh, talking about the bad batch. And I'm just going to bring this up briefly because of course I don't want to give any too heavy spoilers, but, um, She's she meant this is what I'll say that she she mentioned that the finale of the Bad Batch season three actually has like different alternate um, endings that they had recorded. So they have different directions that they decided to go. And there is one that they I guess they're they're that they're uh, going all in on. And it's they she called it a bittersweet moment. So that's the first flag that I uh, have was like, oh, let's get that rogue one moment where we just end it all. And so there is no possibilities of like, and not because I hate the characters, just that it's that emotional tie that um, could happen. Right. Especially with Omega, like a lot of our talks come in, like kind of make us, you know, survive all the bad batch stuff and come into the later shows like Ahsoka, a Mandalorian um, or team up with like Boba Fett as you know, the alpha and the Omega, right. They're twins in a sense, but uh, it'd be interesting to see how the bad batch plays out. How everything works, that whole bittersweet comment um, has there, has a lot of questions to be raised, right? So, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. I, I, as far as next week's episode, I'm not really expecting too, too much, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's right out the gate, just like put, punches us in the face, um, and then we just go full on this this Bad Batch journey. Um, I'm hoping of no more of the same is what I'm, I was like, kind of like hoping for. We've already established what they're doing. We've got the pieces on the table. As far as like the danger, they have the clones being dismissed, all that stuff. So let's get into some some real grit, some real uh, finalizing plot points, and 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 see where these characters go. But uh, um, it'd be interesting anyway. But uh, next week starts the Bad Batch season. Um, I'm going. Oh, Andor season two. So again, this is this is one of those benefits where I could do this by myself, and I don't have to have anybody else saying, "Oh, Andor, Andor." But Andor season two finished wrapping, which is great. Um, I am so looking forward to it because I, 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 that is our adult Star Wars film or uh, series. And um, crossing my fingers, though, uh, taking on Chris's point on the show where he says like it's a different, it's a different um, avenue of Star Wars, more political and and that kind of stuff, where it doesn't have that force, doesn't have Star Wars, which I agree with. Um, I think it would be a miss if they didn't include something Vader-ish, something um, even, even uh, uh, the Inquisitor, right? Inquisitors would be around too. So I would be, the, the, the current production team that's in charge with Andor, I would love for them to dive into that kind of aspect of Star Wars, Force, Dark Side, or Sabres, or whatever. That would be interesting to me. Um but we'll see you on that. But that finished wrapping uh, filming also. So moving on to the controversial subjects of it. So <laughs> I, I was going uh, to say this. We had a scare last week when Empire Magazine uh, posted a Instagram or tweet, whatever. And it said dot, 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 hello there in the Star Wars green, uh, blue font and everything and, and move forward. So everybody's running with like, well, why would Empire Magazine? That they're knowing they're with uh Ewan McGregor, they're doing an interview with them and the cast of, of Phantom Menace because it's the 25th anniversary of that. Um, why would that tweet that's a very specific tweet to put out and photo to put out to not a announce a Kenobi season two 
or something else, right? And uh, right away, everybody was like, Kenobi season two is like, why, why else would you do that? Um, and I, I was like, man, I think it's just an interview. I think it's just a interview. I don't think it's anything for it. I think it was just announcing that Ewan McGregor was going to be in part of this interview. Um, so it, it turns out it was. It was just an interview. It was just the cast getting kind of together and reminiscing about uh, 25 years ago when Phantom Menace came out. And um, a lot of them said that they loved the, the they loved their experiences and they love to return. I think Mason or uh, Samuel Jackson was in there saying something like, "I I want to return. He's alive. Mason Windu's alive." And uh, put me back in, coach, kind of deal, right? So and um and I'm sure that um the whole talk came with uh, Ewan McGregor also saying like, you know, season two of Kenobi, uh, I want to return all that stuff. So I mean, I've, we've talked about this on the show too, but. Uh, I don't know. I'm in that camp of, I'm in the camp of less is more. A lot of times, you know, as, as much as like Kenobi. See, what we're we gonna see is it is it gonna be Kenobi with Luke this time? More of that relationship. We, we had Leia the first season, now Luke, right? And then him communing with Qui Gon, and then him, um, maybe some, you know, again, Reva's out there and some more Inquisitor stuff. So I don't know. I don't know if we need it. Do we need a day to day? of obi-wan kenobi and fill in every aspect of it um do we need to see him confront maul in live action like they did in rebels like that's a lot of cool things but i don't know i i kind of get excited for brand new shows that give us brand new characters vehicles planets all these things and as to me it's like one of those things if they announced a kenobi season two i'd be like all right well we could probably sit here and theory theory craft the whole season and uh kind of like it is what it is and we just watch it for that that aspect that the, the story that they're going to give us but i'm i'm waiting to get excited for a brand new um venture in star wars now ahsoka is doing it for me mandalorian season uh series is doing it for me too but a whole brand new like everything because again ahsoka can only go for uh mandalorian can only go so far until you bump heads with the sequels and where the story goes from there like all these characters we, we know the the end points of a lot of these people back in like speaking of like the 20th anniversary of phantom menace going back it was so exciting to sit there and talk about what aliens we're going to see what planets we're going to see what vehicles what troopers what how is this going to play out and of course all the merchandising that comes with it um yeah uh, uh you know uh it, it, a brand new everything would be so so good you know, um, let's see, uh, Don, are you saying they need to bring in the young ones? Is, is that meaning like to bring them more familiar of like that original trilogy uh, timeline? Because I do, I do get that the kids don't get um, excited for the original trilogy. Like they like the fandom menace. That's more it is more kids uh, friendly and it is. And the sequels too are, are kind of like their star Wars and, and whatnot. And maybe that is, maybe that is something where it's like reintroducing these characters in this and more exciting, uh, uh, uh modern times of filming and, and action and all that stuff that will get him more, you know, kind of like, it, you know, invested in the star Wars and Kenobi and all that moving forward. So if that's what you're saying, I can get that. But like us as we've been waiting for so long for like new stuff and, they promised they well they they mentioned uh, Lucasfilm mentioned that they were going to get out of this original trilogy era and start moving back and forth and I know that's going to take time because we still got the Dawn of the Jedi moving we got the forward movies and all that stuff it is going to take time but at the same time all these sequels to things you know like if Book of Fett two if if they do Kenobi two it's like okay when are you know and when are we going to start moving away and getting brand new stuff again we'll see um let's see uh let's see uh mando mike is saying based on luke not knowing who really the crazy old man is i don't see season two focusing on an obi-wan luke relationship yeah that that is a good point too because um just that sentence alone in the original trilogy is that um i thought he was just a crazy old hermit right so do we see that or is like are they going to show us that again are we going to start seeing the day-to-day -day life of kenobi in the next of uh, 10 years until a new hope you know, and uh, my I guess my point was like, let's put our resources into, you know, stuff like Ahsoka, where it was like distressing to us a new adventure and stuff like that. Let's let's kind of get away from 
trying to spell out everything in Star Wars. You know, I don't think we as a fan base need everything, you know, spoon fed to us. We can leave us some things for imagination. Leave us that 10 years of him and Qui-Gon, maybe in a book or a comic, you know, or references and, you know, things like that. But like to see everything gives us nothing to talk about anymore, right? Um, I guess that's my my fear. Less is more in a way. Yes, it's all we'll all be there for consumption. We, we consume Star Wars, but you know, that's just again my hot take. Um, I'm sure if they came out with anything, I'd be there in in a heartbeat. You know, um, another actor. See, like Ewan McGregor wants to be involved in more stuff that I don't know if anybody's asking for. And then you have uh, Gina Carano coming back and saying that she wants back in star Wars to fulfill the promises that she was, it was laid on the table and um, kind of, you know, stolen from her. That's her words. Uh, Cara Dune's character, see where it went. And now we have this whole lawsuit that she has brought to Disney. Now Disney has not responded. I don't know if this is going to go anywhere, but it's, it's a statement. Like, I think it's more of a statement. Like she's coming out and suing them for, you know, money that she could have earned. And put her character back in and those projects that they pulled, like Rangers of the Republic. Um, you know, we as a, as a fan or here, what we do is we just kind of talk about what they filmed and what they give us, not what they should have or what they could have. OK, so to me, Rangers of the New Republic isn't a thing until it was a thing. It'd be different if they was in full production and then they just took her right out. We don't know the, all the details, but don't know where that lawsuit's going to go anyway, too. Um, the reason, and, and it was funny because like, why would somebody who's suing the pants off of Disney want to come back and work for them? And I, and, uh, we had this kind of discussion with, uh, within the group and online to I've seen it all over the place where she's coming back to the people of Lucasfilm, you know, uh, um, John Favreau, Dave Filoni, those are the people. And I think that she had a very, very good positive experience within the Lucasfilm. Now, it was Disney who she has the problem with, the, the executives, the ones who signed the check, the ones who greenlight stuff. Not They're not story group. Lucasfilm is a story group, and they, and they do all these things. But, you know, Disney has the, their line in the sand politics that they want people involved that match their ideas. They're a private company. They can do that. You know, right or wrong, as far as, like, that's, it's up to the individual to, you know, accept it or whatever. But, like, they drew a line in the sand. She stepped over it. They told her not to. She kept doing it because, hey, you know, that's her right to do it. But she also should understand who she went to go work for in that grand scheme of things. If they're going to ask her all these things, knowing that they were going to ask her to stop and, and not stop, as that's where it's like, okay, who do you blame on that, right? So, yeah, so... Uh, we got Gordon Skalski uh, checking in. Hey, Sarlakians, just checking in. Happy two, 250th. Grats, congrats, lads. That's in about four episodes. We will get into the 250th, which everything is changing. I'm just teasing it right now. Everything is changing. Not the logo because we just did that, but I'm talking like we've got so much stuff planned and some exciting, cool things like interactive things for a pit to do. Um and our our patreon and it's just gonna be it's gonna be fun so i can't wait for that thank you gordon uh for that um yeah so mando mike you know again i wanted to bring this up because i do want to dialogue with this right so mando mike is saying going back to the the uh gina carano thing is uh disney needs to swallow their social pride and squash it and bring her back okay so i know that um the new powers uh uh, the new powers that be or Bob Iger was saying, like, look, we're not going to focus in on the the quote unquote like politics and messaging and bring story back into the fold. And that's where everybody is like, like us, we're like, yeah, just make stories. Look, man, do your thing, make stories. But this public outcry of everything is really starting to hinder on people's enjoyment and their hobbies and their pop culture icons. I'm looking behind us. We've got toys that surround us with fake characters and fake worlds. That that should tell you something about the audience um, for Hollywood in general. You know, we don't uh, look. Inclusion is very important. It, it's uh, it just doesn't uh, um, need to be the focal point of everything. Just do it. Just put the people in that you're going to put in, and um, and just do that. But yeah, I think the messaging should be take a step back, um, and tell us some good stories. 
I think everybody would kind of go and fall in line. Um, but again, saying that again, Mike, it's like, you know, where Disney's, you know, where they, they, they draw the line in the sand. You, everybody knows it. It's not a, it wasn't a, uh, like a, a shock, right. That they were going to push back on any of that stuff. So we'll see. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see where that goes. Oh, as far as Cara Dune now, that that's another thing too. So, okay. Now taking the, the real life politics out of it, where does Cara Dune's character go again? Saying that Range of the Republic was was a title on a thing that got her head spinning, uh, their minds going on the theories. But where did we leave off? She was on um, Navarro as, um, or she, I think she went back to the New Republic, and she's the one who escorted Moff Gideon uh, to trial. And that's the last we heard. It was by it was off camera mention of her character and where she's at. Um, I think that's going to be the norm with. Um, uh, Grief Karga's character too, Carl Weathers too. I think they're just going to mention him and be off camera. So as cool as Cara Dune was in Mando and how much we've could have gotten and all that stuff and a whole show that whatever. So I'm, I'm in the camp of like, yeah, if the story calls for it, bring her back, bring it, bring it back. And you know, most of, and then you're going to have to like, again, like, like Mike said, you're gonna have to swallow that pill and bring her back. If the story calls for it, if there's that much, uh, if her character means that much that it's going to propel a lot more and sell more or whatever it is, um, that's their decision. But I think for the most part, we could just move on to because of how Mando season three ended. It was it was final. It was like this retirement home thing. And now you can pluck Mando and Grogu into any adventure after the first three seasons of Mandalorian. Every character can change at this point. And and maybe that's by design too. Maybe because of the events, they designed it that way, recorded it that way, and now it's like, well, we don't. We're backs not against the wall on anything. We can we can do whatever we want, and that might be the new direction that um, all these other shows that they're announcing and, and whatnot and and go. So, um, Crystal E, check it in with the high E. So what's up, Crystal? Uh, yeah, Mike, uh, that with her arc is pretty much done, but give her a paycheck and bring her story off uh, to an offshoot of adventure. I mean, that was the initial that was the initial plan. Um, right. So, again, uh, it's not canon until it's canon. It's not a thing until it's a thing. Um, they announced a premature uh, Disney happened or, uh, you know, they happen to do a lot of things as prematurely announcing projects and then withdrawing, you know, which is. um also kind of like frustrating for us too because we we're like just come on man like give us a date so we can stand in line go to the movie theater watch disney plus podcast about it talk about it geek out and move on to our mundane lives i mean our day-to-day lives let's do that let's let's you know so the, the whole announcing and pushing back is is it got it got old and it got frustrating i think that's where a lot of fans will push back on most anything disney says they need these days so uh i don't know We'll see, but it's interesting nonetheless, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I kind of like focusing my stuff on like where Ahsoka is going, um, in that, in the season two or where the Mandalorian Grogu movie is going, where all of that is going. Like I said, how they made it to where the Mando and Grogu can be thrust into any story moving forward, brand new existing, whatever it is, is exciting. Um, and of course, we're going to see where the acolyte takes us and we're going to see where the skeleton crew takes us. And if that kind of makes my point at the beginning of this, what I was talking about as new worlds and new aliens and creatures that we have those coming out this year too. Um, a lot of new news is that acolyte is going to be this summer. It's almost like they're saying like guaranteed this summer it's coming. So we'll see right after bad batch, we got a little buffer zone and then hopefully we get into the acolyte, which is all the, all the talk around town is shaping up to be very, um exciting you know what i mean as far as like dark side sith users all that stuff so um we'll see where that goes you know oh we were talking about in the chat or like uh with the other guys and stuff we're talking about high republic and how it ties into the acolyte like acolyte is supposed to be this show that takes uh it's in that time era of the high republic and now the high republic is this separate thing that only a handful of people are consuming. And I think it's because of the books and the comments. And we try to keep up with that stuff. It just, it's not enough of it. And I don't think there's enough attention to it. I don't think enough people 
care. So let's maybe bring that into a series and uh, an animated series or, or live action. And then you might have a lot more interest in her because there is an untapped Canon market that has been existing for, I don't know, three, four years now, high Republic. It's Canon that like there's Canon content and it's a whole multimedia outlet thing. And it's supposed to like, again, like finalize with the Alkalite. And I, to me, I fear like not everybody, it's not even the talk. We don't even bring that into our talk. We don't even bring that into our theories, high Republic stuff, you know? Um, I think Scott is the only one who's kind of consumed most of it. And Chris has more than I have. Um, so I don't, I don't know where, what we're missing. Like, what are we missing that could be exciting enough to be like, yeah, guys, like, you know, there's this, there's just all this world that's going on. And then when we see the acolyte, we're like, aha, you know, those aha moments. So it's sad that there, we might be missing some things. I don't know. And it could have been just like, Hey guys, here's all these books. Go read them where instead of like a Disney plus show, which is like, Hey, you know, it's 14 or, you know, whatever it is a month, 14, 15 bucks a month versus hundreds of dollars worth of audio books and books. It's like, it's, it's a lot to consume. Cause there is a lot of that going on. Um, yeah. Mando Mike, even new seasons. Yeah. So um, let's see here. We got uh, Michael is checking in Federation representation. Yeah. Again, Fallen Fed decided to take off and celebrate the Valentine's Day too, which is cool. And he didn't even do a show over there. But yeah, <laughs> hoping you and the family are doing great, Mooch. Baby Abigail says hi. Abigail, we cannot wait until you say your first words. And, uh, you know, we'll have to make a big deal about it because it, it, it better be something Star Wars. That's all. So uh, I hope I'm, I'm glad everything is going good. And thanks for checking in. So, um, Mando Mike, yeah, even new seasons, like as far as even new seasons as far as like what are you talking about um high republic stuff acolyte what what is the new seasons question mark um get back to me on that so um let's see man yeah yeah man again with the whole exploring new things in the mando grogu movie we have a galaxy of characters to cameo any hopes yeah and and uh i guess it's um if the Mando Grogu movie is going to be directly connected to what they're establishing in the Mandoverse, the Ahsoka movies going forward, or is it going to be just this fun standalone adventure to get, I mean, a lot of people already invested into it and uh, love Grogu and all that, but um, a movie, a theatrical movie can really bring in the masses to it. And uh, a lot of people, you know, catch up. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Thanks Mike. Um, yeah. So, Bring in a new, I, I expect new things. I expect new aliens and planets and all that stuff. But like, like the slew of it, like when we had Phantom Menace and the announcements of the prequels, there was an excitement in the air. And I was talking to Chris with like this uh, before when, when I, I used to live across the street from Chris and we, we used to meet all the time and do like Star Wars marathons and whatnot. And um, it was the talk. It was like, cause we were both collecting and it was all power of the force two stuff. So it was all, original trilogy stuff we had not one new character that we were doing and and our excitement was like <clears throat> we get to collect so many new characters even though there is an anakin and obi-wan all that stuff but it's just it's just new it's brand new it's refreshing right um and if we keep continuing to play in that original trilogy sandbox which is great for storytelling but it, it it's it's only given us a little bit of um breadcrumbs into it and building on a, a bigger thing which is again great I don't think anybody's complaining about it, but that excitement that, that we're missing that buzz in the atmosphere of like, um, you know, the, the toy release, I'm talking to toys because you know, that's what we do, but um, just all the magazines and all the hype and all the, all the TV ads. And it was just so fun to d dive into the expanded world of, of star Wars, um, which I do see, like I said, Ahsoka, they went to another galaxy and then we went to an abandoned planet, you know, which all had the night sisters and then they came back. And so it was like pulling, aspects into our existing world and still in that you know mando is still in the five six years you know from the original trilogy um when i and then like i said i i don't think the sequels did enough of it they had it was just like more of the same you know what i mean again chris and, and scott are not here to stop me about the sequels but i'm just saying i'm not going to go too far on it i'm just saying it didn't do enough it didn't bring us familiar aliens but it didn't do enough to differentiate the aliens that they gave us and it just it was like and then they just had shinier stormtroopers and it wasn't it wasn't like battle droids and stormtroopers okay i guess that's my point but 
I digress on that. You know, um, I won't talk about the sequels unless I have something good to say. Uh, I will promise that. But uh, you're going to have to unleash me one day. I'll have to go off again and, and until I get what I want. But uh, that's why I'm looking forward to the 25,000 years prior, the dawn of the Jedi. You know, um, th- that's because, again, it's it's that everything's brand new, right? Clear off a shelf. We got new, new toys and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rhino Hobbies. I'd love to see Gina come back. Yeah. I pers- I don't think anybody here had a problem with her and her performance. Like that was fan. It was great. Like we talk about all the time that the hallway, like we talk about Vader's hallway scene. We talk about Luke's hallway scene. And then we talk about the badasses hallway scene, you know, um, Bo-Katan, um, Sasha's character. I forgot, I forgot her name already. Um, uh, Gina, uh, Cara Dune. And, um, uh, again, forgot her name, but it was a badass hallway scene. And, and, she brought a lot of that muscle and the whole Alderaan uh, relationship to it. And uh, it was great. You know, so I, I, I was bummed that she got thrown out of the mix of it. And and it be, and I was more bummed that it was like it, it came into like this real world stuff that we deal with every day. And we don't want to see that in Star Wars. And, and you know, uh, yeah, so I, I get it. You know, it's it's it, it sucks. And, and I think the, the people that hurt the most. Um, besides, like I said, Gina, you know, her and her, and her, her career and all that stuff, it's, it's us because when they pull people out of it because of things that could have been, see, that's the whole thing about it, right? It, it's, it could have been avoided. This whole thing could have been avoided because, you know, I, I get like, I'm not trying to take anybody's actors or, or, or whatever activists or their free speech away. I said, but that's like, like you're working again, you're working for a company that does that. And unfortunately it happens you know they're a private industry and they they can do it unfortunately okay um but that's that's america man that's that's it's protected and uh i think um in no way shape before i think that you know she did a lot of she didn't do that much damage that she could bring it back i i mean there's been worse things out there right like you know, um, if, if they could do it with James Gunn, bring him back. But that was like but that was like a thing from 10 years ago that they he got in trouble that it came to fruition. But I, I still think that Disney hired James Gunn knowing all the stuff that he used to, you know, inappropriate tweets. And they were jokes and stuff. They were just kind of like that, you know, blue collar hum- humor, you know, uh, that he worked blue and, and he and, he, and it shows. Right. So and he got in trouble for it. They fired him for a month and they hired him back. He did Guardians. Now he's over at DC. And I'm sure he'll do more Guardian stuff and whatnot. But uh, um, yeah. So let's see here. Uh, Mando Mike, she's badass, man. Kick. Uh, she's a badass, man. Kicked Mando's rear. Uh, uh, and she's easy on the eyes as well. I censored myself. <laughs> Funny. Um, yeah. So it was. <laughs> yeah. So no, she's great, man. Um, she added a lot of uh, necessary muscle to that side. It's always been like um, the bad guys always have the better machinery, the better weapons, the better villains, the better costumes. And um, she added that aspect of like, oh, look, the good guys have somebody like that, too, now and uh, goes in there and just like just punches her way through it. And like, awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. And yeah, she's she's a beautiful woman, too. Um, so, yeah, you know, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's it's all up in here. I. I think I think a lot of people should have that attitude of like, look, we don't have control of it. We have to sit back and let it happen. Definitely let your voice be heard. You know, no one in this world will tell you to censor you. No one's going to censor anybody. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a slippery slope when you start in one thing and it can go on to another thing. Um, but also know your environment, know know your surroundings, and uh, if you're going to be in Star Wars, be in Star Wars. Let's go, right? You know, it's um, I think uh life's too dangerous and too short to be that vested in things of out of out of our control right so and the one things that we we can't control star wars either but it's one thing that we dive into and we can theory craft our ways out of certain situations like like the sequels like the sequel we can we can uh theory craft our way around a lot of that stuff you know but you know when it comes to the sitting watching it you know that's that's another thing but uh we'll see We'll see, but uh, I don't know. I didn't. I don't think that Empire Magazine article came out yet, so I don't know. I know that there's highlights that I've read and all that stuff, and uh, um, I don't. 
think there's anything other than uh, everybody wants to come back. Even Natalie Portman says, I want to come back. And I'm like, yeah, cool. You know, you know, you died in the movie, right? No. Um, but as, as, as uh, flashbacks and all that stuff, that'd be great. You know? Yeah, Mando Mike. you know, uh, he's saying uh, humans will be human. Yeah, 100%. Business versus personal. I get it. It was too extreme. Sure. You know, um, it depends on, I guess, depends on 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 if you're Disney. It wasn't too extreme and everybody else watching or certain people watching, it was too extreme. And again, that's a disagreement. That's an argument. There's, there's, there's miscommunication on both sides. And egos and pride get in the way of most everything in this world. And it damages a lot of things. Um, you know, but going back to that empire magazine, the Sam Jackson thing, he keeps pushing and pushing, and pushing at one point at, at what point do we think there's going to be some sort of answer? Even if it's a, 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 an actual statement from like Dave Filoni, since he is the story guy now, right? If he goes, look, um, it'd be great, but I just don't see a, a, a path around it. Or it's something that they're worried. Like I, I'm waiting for somebody somebody somewhere just to break the silence on samuel jackson and mace windu coming back um we have all theory crafted him coming back and where he can come back and how he can come back it's just that when is the damn gonna break and somebody gonna break the silence that would be cool <laughs> let's see what michael said here uh michael you will definitely know abigail's first words also with all the gina talk do you remember watching her on mtv true life uh, and I want to be a Muay Thai fighter. Oh, type. Okay. She had a great MMA career till, yeah, till cyborg. So I, I didn't know of her until, um, Deadpool, you know, when she again played the, uh, you know, the muscle badass. I didn't know of her that I, I didn't, I didn't follow her on MMA. And, uh, you know, and if I did, I, it, it went over my head, you know, um, and I thought she was a great, like I said, you know, just a great addition. It's one of those things where like certain wrestlers in MMA get into acting and they're fantastic. Like Batista is fantastic. He's a great actor. You know, he never would have thought. Right. Um, but coming from the MMA world, you know, she had to to uh, get there and, and be trusted with that kind of stuff. So I think she was hired on looks first because they needed somebody that was like, I'm going to I'm going to punch a hole through this wall. And that was like I, she had that look. No problem. Hands down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Disney had <laughs> tell me about a little movie you made called songs of the South. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and then Rhino hobbies is saying that. Yeah, sure. It's um, and of course that statement right there, been, and look what they're doing. They're tearing down rides that were based off of it. And they're censoring the stuff that they've done in the past, you know, all that stuff. So it's, it's always like, Politics in Hollywood is always like a pendulum, right? The pendulum never is in the middle. It's always far here and always far there. So they were like, either they go full on and it just like, whoa, all these things are a little too, you know, like that was a little bit overboard. And then they go, okay, we're going to wipe it all way back to the other side where they just cancel everything and delete everything that they did. Never everything is is in the middle. So, um, <laughs> and it's not just Disney. It goes with everything, you know. Uh, it could be, it could have been on this show too. We could have, I usually the one that says something bad. And then the next two episodes, I don't say anything. And then I'll go back and forth and stuff. So, um, yeah, let's see. Um, with Gina Carano, uh, there's the age thing too. We saw 30 years later with our main character, Sam Jackson. Oh, it was going with Sam Jackson. Uh, uh, Sam Jackson would be a welcome sight before age catches up to too much. I think. Yeah. If it's almost like if you're going to do something, now's the time. Do it now bring him in. Dave Filoni's a smart person. He's one of us. He can, he can know nobody, no death. That's, that is like Hollywood 101 with anybody. And, um, you know, I know Chris says up like, you know, that's different from heroes and villains, but like Sam or uh Mace Windu could be argued both in, in certain ways. Uh, there was a picture of him with like missing one eye and like maybe, you know, if, if they can cut Darth Maul in half and find him in a trash compact trash bin junkyard and bring him back to one of the best characters of Star Wars, then they could do it with, with uh Mace Windu or do the whole cloning thing with, with air the empire. Like, right. We think the, the story is going air the empire way and have Mace Windu 
either as a clone with two U's, you know, or something. But, you know, a welcome site, absolutely. I, we'll see. I know Scott will disagree because he doesn't like Mace Windu as a character in general. Um, but we'll we'll see. Uh, offending somebody builds character. Yeah, oh, sure. It It's always a trope, right? Uh, offending is part of a lot of character 101. How does this person do anything? But, <laughs> but oh, in real life, Mike? Oh, yeah, it builds character too. Sure, sure. Um, but uh, there's consequences on some of that character too, right? What you're building. <laughs> um, her movie Haywire is good. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Again, my first introduction to her was Deadpool, uh, Deadpool 2. And, um, and she, I thought it was great. And so when she was announced for Mandalorian, I was like, hell yeah, let's get this. And um, and then we, we got Mandalorian was awesome. So I, I don't think I don't think anybody's opposed for a return. It, it And that's up to the relationship between her and Disney and Lucasfilm, right? That They have to work that out. Now, this is all coming to a, a fruition because of she's suing them. And then it's like suing them to get her job. Is she suing them to get her job back or is she just suing them to make a statement? And that's where it has to be like, uh, you know, a, a, a judge or a court has to accept that lawsuit and then try to go forward with it. If there's merit in it, it'll go forward, I believe. And then Disney's forced to answer for that kind of stuff. Um, if it's a statement, then it's going to go nowhere. And I think it's just going to divide people more of the would have, could have, should have. This is what we could have happened if Disney, blah, 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 you know, and that's going to separate the talk a little bit more instead of concentrating on on what we have and what's announced and, and moving beyond and, and, and stuff again, you know, um, I never like I never like to uh, too, too much. I never like to like put in my my hobbies and my um, my uh, entertainment of like, oh, I could have had this because I didn't grow up that way. When we saw something in movie theater, we just like went to school the next day and just talked about it no matter what. You know, um, Ghostbusters 2 is a perfect example. It was a highly anticipated sequel. At the time, it was like, oh man, this is like way over the top, corny, cheesy, all that stuff. Today, it's, it's probably, it's one of the funniest movies I, I, I grow to appreciate it, but it wasn't something that we petition to change we didn't we didn't see these interviews coming out like we were going to do this but then we decided to do this and then everybody goes oh that's what we could have we you robbed us of what we could have gotten so i think a lot of us have to like put it in like okay this is what we got in our in our star wars canon timeline this is what we talk about all the projects that have been canceled i, I mean it'd be great to see that what what what, what have, have been but i don't think we can put it as in like um uh, life and death, meaning like, okay, it Star Wars is destroyed because they didn't give us this, you know, like with Rise of Skywalker, uh, Justin Trevorrow, right? Or he, uh, he, he, his script leaked and everybody's like, that would have been awesome. And then other people are like, wait a second, that was like way different, especially even George Lucas's proposed scripts that leaked that says, like, this is where he was going. Everybody's like, he should have wrote the, you know, 789. I agree, he should have wrote 789 back in 1990. Or 1985, 1986, th that's when he, the perfect timing was to write 789. It didn't happen. Um, and then we got the, you know, the prequels instead of like the continuing adventures of Luke, Leia, and Han. We get them 33 years later. I don't know. I don't know how how much we could put those characters in at that age in that time frame to change a lot of stuff. Um, in my opinion, some maybe we shouldn't have gone them without it. we maybe should have gotten further out and had them as legacy characters by mention and their influences instead of actually seeing them because what we got was deaths on screen and finalized in other now and now the, the you know the whole fandom just kind of imploded on on our legacy characters um to to propel the new characters i'm like well that's the only direction they thought they had to go uh, and I, it was almost like effort too late you know um yeah, let's see. Uh, Mando Mike says, I forgot a week later that she, uh, what she even said. Yeah, I didn't care enough. Uh, till this day, I don't remember. Yeah, um, it was more like a smart, uh, a smart kind of like remark, sarcastic. And um, from what I know, that they uh, they told her to stop and basically she doubled down. They told her to stop, she tripled down, and they're like, All right, well, we don't have to deal with this. Out of here. Um, it was something like that. I don't know. Um, I don't think it was like life or death to what she said. I don't know. I, I, it didn't affect me 
Um, and that's, that isn't, uh, uh, taking the ignorance step of it, you know, you know what I mean? Like I, I did, I wasn't, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what she said as far as like what, the impact on, on whatever it was. So, um, yeah. Oh, Gordon. See, this is where it goes right here. How about tales of the Jedi May story? That's, that's where I think we will get the return of Sam Jackson's voice or, you know, Mace Windu in general. That's a perfect opportunity. Now, I think Tales from the Jedi uh, should just be an ongoing thing, right? It should just take characters and and just do a concentrated form format on them and, and continue it and go, go, go. Because, again, it's all canon. Um, you can... You can fill in loopholes with those you can uh retcon things maybe i don't know uh but uh would would it work if we got to tell us from the jedi of how he survived and then got him in let's say the mando grogu movie like okay now it would work probably for us right because we consume everything we talk about it and all that stuff but let's say the general masses that go to the movie theater to see a star wars title movie and they go walk in there and they go, okay, Sam Jackson's in there, but didn't he die? Um, you know, didn't he die? And then now it's got to be explained by everybody who's like us, right? We have to explain to him. Well, in the cartoon, tells him a Jedi, uh, he didn't die. He This is how he survived. And then it gets a little, it gets real convoluted, right? So either or, right, Mike Gordon? It's like, bring him in, tells him a Jedi. And I think that'll satisfy a lot of people or tell the story in the in the long format too right either or so do this i don't know if you can do both maybe with mace you can i don't know but like it maybe they shouldn't do both maybe it should just be like here's mace when dudes tells him a jedi stuff uh even not you know past and then like how he survived if he survived um or put him in the movie and tell it that way because then like and it's out there it's in the masses everybody's seen it um the movies are the number one thing everybody consumes disney plus would be the second uh as far as like people's memories, right? The, 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 the general, the general masses, we consume everything. The general masses do movies. And then you cut that percentage in half that does Disney plus though. And then you cut this percentage way down for animated stuff. Animated stuff does not get viewed as much as um, live action. And then cut that even more with books and comics. So to the, have everything canon is kind of, it gets very convoluted and misguided and, and uh, very confusing, you know. Um, let's see. Uh, Michael is saying, do you think we will see those creatures that cancel out the force? Oh, the. Um... Yeah, great. That Star Wars fan don't know what those are. But yes, the, so Thrawn has these creatures that block the force from for, protect him from force users. So they can't use the force on him and stuff like that. Um, yes, I. Maybe that's what's in those co those those coffin things that they were taken from that planet in Ahsoka, right? Maybe it's all those creatures that are on that planet. And now he's going to to Dathomir, and now Dathomir is going to be this planet where Jedi, if they come back, they cannot, they really basically can't invade, or they, you know, uh, uh, as warriors, yeah, but not like force using and stuff like that. <clears throat> or um, that would be interesting, right? So I do think they're going to bring those those uh, those creatures in. Definitely, 100%. That is a Thrawn trademark. And um, I, I think we're going to see it. Hmm. We might even see it. Uh, like I said, if, if the next time we see him, if it's in the Grogu Mando movie or Soka season two or Mando season four, whatever, I think we're going to get a lot of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, it works for Mando Mike's saying huge prequel fan base. Bring them back, back to back to back to. Yeah, that's a Mace Windu comment. So sure, Star Wars is easy to bring people back. I mean, they do it all the time. And that's, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, Vanilla Thunder is checking in. Hey, what's up? Uh, putting the whole show on his back. What a legend. Um, are you talking about Thrawn or are you talking about Mace Windu? Uh, because... If you're talking about Thrawn, put he's like the the that is a that's a huge uh um I don't know what do you call it like a pressure because Thrawn is Thrawn is a villain with the mass he's a villain I don't know if he's dangerous by himself but he's a villain he's dangerous when he controls a lot of things so uh, we'll see 
we'll see what that um if it's Mace Windu about putting us on the back. I, I don't know. I don't know what unless he's uh the dark Jedi that that's in the air of the Empire that um it's gonna be Mace Windu and uh, moving forward to to maybe something about bringing the Emperor back. I don't know. Uh, it's all up in the air right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Vanilla Thunder. Thank you, man. Uh, <laughs> you know where my head goes. Uh, it goes. He's talking about me and the other and the Starlight Digest. Yeah, I put this whole show on my back today. I'm uh, doing the um, the Lonely Hearts episode. You know, I've got. I said I've got my uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, hate never dies shirt, you know, perfect for me. I got the red background. I'm all in the mood, man. So the other guys are sitting in the room, they're living in with their significant other, um, watching TV, you know. Sorry, that was a yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, thank thank you guys for that. Um, you could see me ramble on for a little bit here. So that's cool. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, Philippe, what's up, man? Um, why does a film or a show have to drop for a character to be hot? Whatever happened to a character being hyped simply because he's badass? Um, Darth Maul, right? That would be like a perfect example. What the the first images that we saw was just an image, and everybody—I mean, they—they they made a whole surrounding on this villain, and then they killed him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but uh, maybe I think where you saw like you know like 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 bringing Mace Windu back. My thing is, dude, is like, why don't you just leave people like dead should be dead, and especially in Star Wars. And that's what I always appreciated as a kid, where it's like there was only three movies to go by, and the Emperor is dead, the Art Vader's dead, um, you know, Obi-Wan was, you know, a spirit, but dead. And it was like it was never the aha gotcha moments and stuff like that. That's why it was a progression, you know. Um <laughs> Amanda Mike Cara Dune was hot there. I uncensored myself, yeah. Um but uh, yeah, no, I, I I agree. I think um, <clears throat> Star Wars does great jobs on villains. Like the Inquisitors are awesome, but they didn't do anything. Darth Maul is was one of the he was the key element of like this guy is going to be the face of the prequels, right? And then they killed him, and then uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Darth Maul is Donna Dad is is his favorite character. You know, after the events of the of the sequels or uh, the prequels. Yeah, and then the way they they brought him back and had this whole arc on it, and uh, it, it was he ends up being like such an in depth um, character arc. It was great, it's fantastic. Uh, Felipe, I remember liking Spider Man before I knew he was a comic book, comic character, or a cartoon. I'm I I can relate to that because as a kid, I <laughs> as a kid we would go see we would meet and do a meet and greets of like uh, characters at malls and stuff, you know, um, and Spider Man was there. I was just like, this is, you know, an icon, like a Spider-Man, a superhero. Before I even got into comics, I'm talking like four or five years old. I remember seeing like Spider-Man at the mall and in meet and greeting and being like, you know, getting a little toy and stuff like that. So, yeah. And, and, and then I discovered who he was out as, you know, growing up and stuff too. Um, the magic is gone these days because of social media. can ne- They can never just give us a trailer in a movie. Like we sit down and there's a trailer. It's like, oh, my God. It's it's a sequel to a movie or a brand new movie, and then three months later we see it, and then there's nothing after. There's no director's cut. There's no. I mean, you have press releases about hyping the movie, but there's no like interviews and drama and this and that. It's like, and then we take it back and we and and we talk about the movie, and then maybe a year or two layers later it's part two, and we're like, oh my god, and we knew nothing about it. I I do miss those days. I think it's information is too easy to get everybody kind of like hyped around things, and then it's time to marinate. Like you announce an actor or an actress and then you have time to think about it like at first you're like that's a great casting and then you're like okay but then and then you see another movie like oh yeah and it just doesn't fit and now you've talked yourself right out of it and then you're watching a movie i'm not saying us but this is the like what happens then you watch the movie and then it's like man that sucked this and that it bombed before it even came out it's just a it's a bad thing and i don't know if i don't know how to get out of that uh we can't turn ourselves off of it it's just it's impossible the world does not made anymore to turn yourself off um, it's, it's up to the companies to do it and they're never going to do it. Right. They, they think hyping it a year, two years before makes the money, but like every show bombs before it comes out, the word bomb is, is there before it even, you know, touches the screen. So yeah. Um, let's see Rhino hobbies. I would love to see more mall and Kira stories. Maybe call it star Wars underworld. I would love it. I think 
I think we're owed. I think the the masses are owed a Darth Maul live action in in even even it's in the Lando stuff going a Solo too because you can't bring them back the way they did on Solo. And I say bring them back. I'm talking about like the masses, right? Not us who consume the Clone Wars and 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 Rebels and those again very smaller mass of people consume those. And now we got we're on the the business of explaining it. They owe us that where they need to bring Maul back now into the fruit into the fold into the fray. You know, it helps. It does. It really helps. Um, yeah, Kira's story too, man. Like she's going off in the books and comics and a lot of Crimson Dawn stuff, but I don't know how well that's translating over again. Um, Scott would, uh, he, he's the one who consumes most of that and it doesn't come up in our convos a lot. So I don't know how much of it is, is good in, and, um, are they doing their job bringing it in canon and stuff? Like you introduce a lot of these cool characters, live action, and then you have their story continue in books and comics. And then you bring another movie with none of those characters are coming back. It confuses the hell out of everybody, you know? So, um, yeah, so th that's what thing Philippe, uh, uh, Felipe says, um, uh, I was introduced to Spider-Man as a, as a Mego doll. That's, uh, that's what I had, you know? And that's what, again, it, it's that, um, that uh, the nostalgia for us is so special, so powerful. And I don't know if that's even a, 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 a round table a mention today in, in today's world, be it toys or, um, you know, movies and stuff like that. They, they don't have that concept of um, tapping into longevity. They want that quick buck. Let's just, let's just remake Ninja Turtles. Let's just remake Transformers and GI Joe and Star Wars and all that stuff. And, you know, and not come up with a new IP that has that much effort and thought process and as, as those. And like, you know, it's, it's so simple. Like GI Joe is a simple concept. He man's a simple concept and they did it so fantasy and so cartoony that it worked right now. I think they tried that today. I think they try too hard to ground it into like today's realities and stuff. I'm like, just, just make it call it magic and call it a day. Get these kids excited for something, right? Get them excited to sit down Saturday morning and then see the toy at the toy aisle and take it home. Um, or, or have this character like, again, yeah, where's, where's the imagination, man. It's like, it's, uh, I, I don't know, man, maybe the wrong people are doing the, doing the, the story. So, um, yeah, that would be, uh, my man, Mike saying, what would a solo two mall and Kira, uh, to me here, here's the thing. You could do a solo too with Maul and Kira and like that in that whole thing, or you can have, you can say solo and then you can have Lando, right? And Lando, you can bring back solo as, as the supporting character, either, either it doesn't matter all the whole movie or half the movie, but then now Lando has to deal with Crimson Dawn and Kira and Maul and stuff like that. That would be cool. And then you could do basically a trilogy with three different character titles. My idea would have been like solo Lando Fett. Cause you tie in Boba Fett to all, all everything, or the last movie would be called Crimson Dawn, right? That, so you would have this whole underground underworld adventure thing, um, bringing in that side of, of, uh, Star Wars, uti utilizing Lando and, and Solo and Boba Fett, right? And, uh, and, and they have to basically break up Crimson Dawn or see where the power is and stuff like that would have been awesome. I think, uh, again, the whole could have, should have, would have thing coming back around. Right. Um, yeah, see, Mando Mike uh, story. As a kid, we went to different kinds, different kids in the neighborhood to play, and we had one brother and sister that always played with the naked Migo and naked Barbies. Like, uh, yeah, we're they're close, right? Again, it made you question, right? You just didn't accept. You didn't go on Facebook and all these things, and like, oh, that's where it's from. It's it's the it's the sense of discovery, you know, where I think that as adults we we latch onto it. That's why we're con that's why I've buying stuff from my childhood today you know and i and i it's just to it's the discovery because we remember discovering it as kids as we had no choices uh most of us you know we're home alone watching tv so now when we go out as adults we just we're rediscovering those childhoods and wishing the kids of today it's it's like catch 22 right we're wishing the kids of today would have that sense of discovery and nostalgia but also at the same time we're like get off my lawn this is my stuff because Ninja Turtles was mine. Now it's yours again. It's like, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's it's a funny it's a funny uh, way of 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 seeing things sometimes. You know, where we want we want the nostalgia to be for everybody, but at the same time, you know, we kind of gatekeep it 
or I, I say we, I, I, you know, I'm in that puddle. We gatekeep it too, where we'll bash on anything that comes out. If they put a transformers moving out, they were like, Nope, arms folded. That's not my transformers as, cause we're always clamoring for that. The first 10 minutes of Bumblebee. That's the transformers we want. That's the eighties transformers, high fantasy over the top. You don't have to explain what Energon is. You just, it's just there, right? It's just, this is go. Um, so yeah, give, give the kids the imaginations that we were given of like Eternia, He-Man. What, what is Eternia and He-Man? All those things, even Star Wars, the force and all that stuff. It was explained to us as a binding, living energy field. We don't need many microscopic organisms that tell us about it. We don't need that explanation. You just destroyed, you took that imagination and creativity out of us and explained it by science. And, and not, again, I'm all for science, but in movies, let's just have some dialogue and some imagination. It goes a long way. Uh, it propels future storytellers, right? So uh, anyway, I'm winding down here. I have ranted for an hour. You guys let me rant. I appreciate all you guys um, in here that uh, is taking the time. Um to see a solo show, you know, uh, not a collective. I know we'll be, be back next week. Um, <laughs> Crystal E's down with science, down with science and movies, right? In the movies, because we want to be, we want to be um, uh, shown legends and myths and, and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, it, it takes the fun out of it sometimes in movies, right? So, but uh, next week we'll be back. I think the full crew will be back. Um, we, we have, we have, uh, Bad Batch to break down. I'm hoping that we have a lot of content to break down. We, Of course, we don't go scene by scene. We will break it down and, and make sure all the impactful moments in that are impacting canon and stuff, we are going to break. We're going to, of course, talk about it. Um, yeah, so, Mando, yeah, like, I, I, we are definitely going to start opening it up to, to everybody. Because, again, we we always, he's saying if I was off, he would have joined for sure. Yeah, um, you know, we, 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 we are a community, the Star Wars community, and we want to act like it. We want to act like it was not just like a few people here that are just giving your guys' opinions. You know, I think you do a great job um, as a community here, and we get it all out on a table. And, and we're not afraid of, like, putting in the politics behind it and having a, a civil discussion behind it, you know, and kind of saying it is, you know, it is what it is without turning it off, arms folded, walking away. I think uh, I think we're all great in that aspect and i think the community that we're building is is awesome so um we just need we need content we need star wars content um starting next week we have we have lots you know and then we'll we'll go on to other news and rumors and theories that uh um come out the the next week and continue and continue and then we'll to keep our ears to the ground on release dates for acolyte uh skeleton crew at the end of the year tells them jedi 2 Next year we have Andor's film, so guaranteed to have Andor coming next year. I don't know what else. Uh, I don't know what else next year brings. So we'll, we'll see. But let's get through this year first, right? And then, of course, then we have our era of movies. Um, speaking of like, just real fast, I want to just leave you guys with this: like the next seven years, including this year, the next seven years, we are celebrating milestones in Star Wars from ten-year anniversaries to fifty-year anniversaries every single year. Starting with this year, 25th anniversary of Phantom Menace. Next year is um, the 25th. Uh, so 2025, we've got the, uh, what is it? Uh, 20th anniversary of episode three. And then, of course, the 10-year anniversary of episode seven. And then every year, it's a 10-year of Rogue One, 10-year episode eight, 10-year of Na uh, Solo. It, so every year, we're going to get stuff. And take note, Hasbro and all the people that are making the toys, these are the pinnacle moments to revitalize your toy lines and reintroduce people to Star Wars by hitting home on those anniversaries. Um, get those toys in people's hands of the characters that need to be. Use the anniversaries as your launching points, um, you know, to, to get that in into people's hands and get back into that collecting world. So um, with that, I'm going to leave you guys. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Thank you so much, everybody in the pit. Thank you to our uh, Patreons. Uh, we've got so much coming. We've been working on a lot of cool stuff. Um, I think you guys are going to be very pleased, uh, especially with the content that we have for this channel, too. So with our flagship Wednesdays, we're going to bring in a lot more stuff um, that we'll tease and stuff very, very soon also. So 
I think with that, um, of course, like, subscribe, tell a friend, um, get us over here. If you're on the replay crew, thank you so much. Leave a comment of all the stuff that we discussed today in the comments. And, um, you know, let's keep the conversation going. You could check us out, of course, on our Facebook page. We have the Facebook uh, Sarlacc Digest Star Wars community. Um, a lot of memes get posted in there, a lot of funny memes, some, you know, uh, announcements of toys and, and trailers and stuff. But, uh, you know, we kind of want to get that going. We want to uh, make sure that the conversation doesn't stop, you know. Um, thank you, Mando. Thank you for that right there. I I, I appreciate it. Um, a little nervous coming on by myself and not having a lot to say, but of course, I mean, one of you guys known me not to, to say very little, right? <laughs> so, um, I think with that, we're going to get out of here. You guys have the rest of the evening, uh, a good rest of the evening. Thank you, Felipe. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Tashi Station Emporium. If you guys are in the collecting world and need stands, uh, go to Tashi Station. The link is in the description below for 10% off your entire purchase. You've got the Federation that you're going to be listening to on Wednesdays before our show. So hit Ernie up as Federation and then come over and listen to us. Um, and, and again, the, the whole community is great. Thank you so much. And with that, I will do Scott's, uh, um, <laughs> yes, like I said, no time for love, Dr. Jones, no time for love. Uh, and I will be singing love stinks. So again, hate never dies. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I will see you next week. Uh, and with that, you know what? Uh, keep it nerdy. <laughs>